You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your noon news for Friday, January 27th, 2023. Two Sac County men have been charged in connection to a December burglary from a construction site in early. According to the Sac County Sheriff's Office, 27-year-old Cole Hammond of Odebolt was arrested on Thursday for second-degree theft and third-degree burglary, both of those Class D felonies. 45-year-old Jeremy Adam Frank, uh, Fank of Sac City, who has been in custody since last month on unrelated charges, faces similar charges for his involvement in that December 2nd burglary. Authorities say items stolen from a construction site at 105 Car Avenue in Early and then a machine shed north of Early were found in the two men's possession. As of this morning, Fank and Hammond remain in custody at the Sac County Jail and are being held without bond. The Carroll Chamber of Commerce's and Carroll County Growth Partnerships legislative forums for the 2023 session return this weekend. Matt Miners, the Chamber's Economic Vitality Director, helps plan and organize the community meetings with our local legislators, District 6 Senator Jason Schultz and District 11 Representative Brian Best. Miners says it is critical residents and businesses regularly speak with their counterparts in Des Moines, and the staff is excited again to offer this opportunity in 2023. So this Saturday, we have our first uh, legislative forum planned. It will be January 28th at 10 a.m. out at New Hope. And we will have our Senator Jason Schultz and House Representative Brian Best there. And there'll be a lot of questions. The education bill, I'm sure, will be a hot topic, property taxes, and many other things. So people can come on out, listen to what they have to say, and ask questions. The Chamber's Legislative Committee helps plan and organize the forums each year. They're held at 10 a.m. on the fourth Saturday of January, February, March, and April. Miners explains how questions are selected for the legislators during the forum. Someone from that committee every month will moderate the forum, and, and we always come up with some questions beforehand just in case the public doesn't really have any questions so we can have good discussion and things like that. But people can always send questions in ahead of time. They can email us at the chamber, and that's at chamber at com that they can email us. Or uh, in person, uh, the moderator will open it up to those in attendance to ask some questions as well. Each forum typically lasts around an hour. Again, the Saturday, January 28th forum begins at 10 a.m. at New Hope in Carroll. The bill that was believed to be the most hotly contested during the 2023 session, that's the Students' First Act, which provides state fundings for families wanting to send their children to private school. That's already been signed into law. Other priorities expected for the session include expanding apprenticeship and employment opportunities throughout Iowa, improving support for at-risk families, particularly for fathers, tackling the opioid crisis, and protecting Iowa's health care system through payment caps on non-economic damages. And the United Way of Carroll Board of Directors announced this week their 2023 allocations exceeded $31,000. Thanks to the community's generous support of the United Way, the group was once again able to provide funding to all agencies that sought assistance. Recipients include the Brita Daycare, Daycare Center, Carroll Area Child Care Center and Preschool, Carroll County Nest, Catholic Charities of the Diocese of Sioux City, Community of Concern, Family Crisis Center, the Carroll County Foster Grandparents Program, Glidden Public Library, Halbert Development Corporation, Iowa Legal Aid, Kemper Catholic Schools, and the Retired and Senior Volunteer Program. 
United Way of Carroll improves the lives of individuals in their service area by aiding educational, health, and income assistance organizations. You can learn more about supporting United Way through the contact points included with this story on our website. And we are going to be taking a quick break here, folks. When we come back, we got more news on the way coming up right after this here on KCIM. Why did we choose to do these killer workouts for New Year's resolution this year? I know, this is hard work. We should have stuck with saving money on our insurance this year by switching to Mid-Iowa Insurance, and then we could have already checked off our success. Yeah, that would have been a lot easier. <laughs> well, we still have time. Then we can already know we hit our goal on something this year. Well, that's true. Let's call today. Let your Mid-Iowa team give you a free quote. Your successful New Year's resolution awaits you at Mid-Iowa Insurance and Real Estate. Hi, this is Chris Dirks, personal banker with Iowa Savings Bank. At ISB, we know you work hard, and we think your bank account should work hard too. Our prime checking and prime savings account offer premium interest rates, no ATM fees, and great banking on the go benefits. Put your money to work this year. Contact me, Chris Dirks, personal banker at Iowa Savings Bank, to learn more about the perks of going prime. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Account conditions and qualifications apply. All loans are subject to ISP loan policies and regulatory requirements. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. Southern Iowa may just see flurries this weekend, but forecasters predict most of Iowa's northern half will have moderate to heavy snowfall beginning late tonight and for much of the day uh, tomorrow. The heaviest snow is expected in the Sioux City area, which may get up to nine inches of the white stuff. Meteorologist Alan Curtis at the National Weather Service says 10 counties in northwest Iowa are under a winter storm warning from midnight tonight through 9 p.m. Saturday, and that does include the northern portions of the Carroll Broadcasting listening area. That's where we see the highest likelihood of of anywhere from five to seven, maybe locally a bit higher, um, inches of snowfall. And then uh, the areas surrounding in the winter weather advisory could still see some uh, impactful snowfall, anywhere from two to five, and again, maybe locally a little bit more. This winter blast will include colder temperatures with wind chills falling as low as 15 degrees below zero. Next week, temperatures are expected to fall even further, which Curtis says is sort of like rubbing salt in the wound. After you get the snowfall um, and everyone kind of digs out of that, it's going to be, you know, our first dose of bitter cold in over a month in most cases. And, you know, we're talking widespread temperatures falling below zero for lows, highs in the single digits, and then wind chills uh, 20 to 30 below for at least a few days. He says it is possible Iowa will have below normal temps for the next two weeks or so before there is a significant warm-up. And a bill that would let Iowans pay extra for a license plate that bears the message, Don't Tread on Me, has cleared a Senate subcommittee. If the bill becomes law, a specialty Iowa license plate in the image of the yellow Gadsden flag would be created with a three-inch tall coiled rattlesnake on the left side and then the phrase, Don't Tread on Me, along the bottom. Republican Senator Scott Webster of Bettendorf says he voted to advance the bill out of a subcommittee to continue discussing the proposal. I have a lot of uh, veterans in, in my district that uh, uh, I think may be supportive of this. Senator Troy Bizagnano, a Democrat from Des Moines, is urging caution. 
And I do want to emphasize there's no disrespect in my comments, but it has become a different symbol. It's become an extreme right symbol. It's become an aggressive symbol, a challenging symbol. Senator Mike Clemash, a Republican from Spillville, says he's not sure whether the bill will get approved in the Senate Transportation Committee, but it's now eligible for debate there. About a dozen states sell Gadsden Flag's specialty license plates, including Missouri and Kansas. The Gadsden Flag design dates all the way back to the Revolutionary War. Most recently, libertarians have used the flag as a symbol of limited government, and it was also flown at Tea Party protests against President Obama's health care laws, and it was also among many of the banners carried into the U.S. Capitol during rioting two years ago on January 6th. But again, the flag has been a part of America's history for as long as the U.S. of A. has existed. So, of course, we'll keep an eye on that as the bill moves through the legislature. But that is going to wrap up uh, your KCIM Midday News for Friday, January 27th, 2023. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com or through the Carol Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Have a great weekend, everyone.